Ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back, back again. Fred is back, tell a friend. For this is a Fred the Aliens Productions podcast. Yeah, that's right, we're hey. back. We're back. We're back with a vengeance. We're back, back. with Adam Michael. Back from the dead. Oh. Back in black. Kirsten! Hey. In the future. Kirsten's here. Boom, 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 and I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Kirsten Shanahan. Yay! Welcome. Shenanahan. That's the shenanigans. That's very Kirsten's shenanigans. Yes, Shanahan shenanigans. Yes. Yes. Yes, Kirsten's filling in uh, yes. for a sickly Michael. Yes. So, so thank you for thank you for coming along. No, one my like pleasure. One prayer for Michael. Yes. What? <laughs> hashtag, hashtag save Michael. Save the Lister. <laughs> save Lister. Save, Lister. <laughs> save Mr. Lister. <laughs> yes. Um, well, we're back. Back uh, again. Yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. We had a crazy busy week last week you guys but it was fucking awesome uh the the michael and philip are getting married morning they're married they're done they're They're on their honeymoon honeymoon. (laughs) they're enjoying themselves and their post-marital bliss it's great where'd they go well (laughs) fully and i were wondering this we're like we don't think they went to a tropical island so we were trying to think somewhere like Paris, maybe. We're oh, thinking Paris. Paris. Hey, got a place there. Got a place there? Yeah. yeah. Sit on the balcony and, and throw le beads at people. Le beads! Oh my god. What are we? We're, we're, not, we're well two, played, two, yeah. two minutes in. And and we've, we've, we've killed Kendall. We've killed Kendall. Hashtag like, kill Kendall. No. One, one liking, one prayer. No. So yes, so that was good. The play, the, the play went well. It was fantastic. We had a really good turnout um, to all the shows. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, but we'll res- talk a bit about bit more about that bit. We bit will in we a quicker review. Will anything else? Uh, Kirsten, you haven't been with us for a while. It's been a what's, while. What's going on? It's been a long while. Long yeah. while. Uh, Should have- <laughs> Sorry, let's no, let continue. Speak. Thank you. Um, not a great deal has been on. It's just work mainly, so it's you know it'd be good to catch up with the goss and see what's been happening. Yeah, nice. yes, great. Nice. And in yes. that beautiful segue, we bring you to nerdy news. Yes. It's, then here's it's the nerdy news. The nerdy news. The, the news. The news. The news. We talk, talk about the news. We talk about the news. We talk about the news. And <laughs> it's the hostess with the mostest. The Kindle. Kindle. I was trying to do a Kindle Kindle thing, but it's not working. No. Kindle. Yay. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the news. Um, okay, so because we have had two weeks off, we have got a lot to get through, so I'm going to try my best to just so, plow away. So we've got a lot to get through, so let's open snacks quickly, quickly. Oh, snacks! Yeah. Snacks. Ooh. I like um, these snacks. As Mike would say, that's going to pick the mic. <laughs> and like, it, sorry, it did, Michael. it did, it did. It, 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 it pick the it mic. It pick the mic. Sorry, Mike. It pick Mike's it's interest. It's all right. Ooh, 
caramel koalas. Caramel koalas. Mike, you're missing out. Very exciting. Okay, they're going to eat and I'm going to read. Um, <laughs> so, the news this week. We have very, very uh, mm. sad reports to begin, obviously. Um, so, we've had two, <coughs> two major deaths um, have occurred recently. Uh, the big one at first, of course, uh, was this week was um, the passing of Hugh Hefner. Um, which, you know, I suppose shouldn't come as a complete surprise considering how old he was. But, yeah. but you know, Hef's like Stan Lee. It's like, he's just going to be around forever. Or like Betty White, you know, they're mm. never going to die. Mm. So it was very, I think it was very shocking. Um, but yes, yeah, very sad to report that he passed away at age 91. Natural causes though. So he was, it was just his time. <clears throat> so he was surrounded by his friends and family. So that was very sad to hear. Yes, yes. yes. he lived a lived a great, yes. great so life. I've already heard plenty of jokes. Oh, the jokes are going around. And, and, and to be honest, I sort of sit back and go, I think he might have wanted that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be okay with that. All I've seen is just photos of him with all of his, you know, his bunnies, and they're just saying, "Oh, I don't know if he really thinks he'll be in a better in a place. place." Yeah, I saw that yeah, one as well. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. Oh dear, but yes, yeah. he will definitely be missed, and we yes. th- we thank him for being such a pioneer in the the media publishing industry. You know, yeah, yeah. especially for the time in the '60s, what he was doing was groundbreaking and That's controversial, it. and it. yeah, it's amazing. Oh, well, he was a big uh, advocate and champion of the LGBTQI yes uh, uh, community. Yes, he was good, good man. So he will definitely be missed definitely be missed also um the great uh character actor harry dean stanton Mm. sadly passed away uh a week or so ago but we missed it because of last week but um he was also 91 um and yeah most people i think would know him from um well i myself personally from alien he was actually the first person to be killed by a xenomorph on screen if you don't count uh if you don't count what's uh Wow, my John Hurt's character. Yeah, yeah. If you don't yeah, count yeah. him, he's the first one to be killed by an adult xenomorph, I guess, mm. on screen. But yeah, so his role in that was brief but memorable. Um, Mine personally was um, him, um, Molly Ringwald's father in Pretty in Pink. Oh yeah, I of course. Yeah, he yeah. was really good in that. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then more recent um, memorable uh, little role he had mm. was in Avengers. He was a security guard who found mm-hmm. uh, Hulk after he'd like, you know, fallen to the ground and he cl- fell into this like empty warehouse and like brought the thing down with him basically. And then Harry Dean Stanton walks in and, you know, he's turned back into Bruce Banner. And then he's like, son, I think you've got a condition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which was absolutely nice. hilarious. Yeah. But um, so he will definitely be missed. He gave us a lot of really great work. He's also in Twin Peaks as well. So I'm sure if Mike was here, he'd have a few things, yes, good, good words to say about him. So, yes, just two icons of the business sadly mm-hmm. passing away. But they live long, happy lives. So but they'll be missed. Um, okay, moving into the rest of the news then. Uh, first off, we have the uh, release date for It 2 has been confirmed finally. It, it didn't take very long no. at all. Um, but it's going to be out pretty much two years from now, uh, the 6th of September. 
um, in 2019. So lock it in on your calendar calendars, Stephen King fans and movie fans and horror fans, because it's really good. I'm going to give a quickie review a bit later on the first one. It was really good. Uh, okay, moving into some Sony Marvel news. We have some casting. Uh, apparently Michelle Williams is in talks to be the female lead in the Venom movie. That's, nice. the, that's the Tom Hardy Venom film that's coming out next year, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's next year. Um, yeah, so she might be, might, might be in that. That'd be really good. She's very talented, so... I wouldn't complain at that. Um, crossing the pond to DC, we have uh, some Man of Steel 2 uh, directing possibilities. Matthew Vaughn, the excellent director, he's very excellent, of the Kingsman movies, and he did uh, X-Men First Class. He's in talks to direct Man of Steel 2, which is I think is really cool. Zack Snyder's clearly stepping away yeah. um, after everything, so which is which is okay. Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's that's cool. I'm hoping to get a confirmation on that. We'll let you know. Uh, more DC news. Moving into the TV stuff now. We've got um, some news about the the awesome uh, crossover between the four DC shows on the CW. Um, so the superhero, well, this superhero is going to appear in it called the Ray and he's an LGBT, uh, superhero as well, which is really cool. And they're going to be doing like a, um, you know, the, you know, the film crisis on two earths or infinite earths or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. They're doing a, they're, they're kind of doing that storyline for, oh, the, nice. for the crossover and it's set, set during Barry and Iris's wedding. Nice. Yeah, so that's so he's going to be involved in that, and he's going to be played by the British actor Russell Tovey. I read as well, and he, he people would know him from a few things. Yeah, I've just got to look him up quickly for you. Quickly look him up while Chris and I ramble. No ramble, 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 ramble. ramble, ramble. There he is. They call me Caramello. Oh my. <laughs> That's the wrong thing. Um, okay, so yeah, Russell Tovey was in Being Human. Oh, yeah. He might be most known for that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, yeah, he, he had a tiny role in The Night Manager. That was cool. Is he the guy that's in Doctor Who? I Maybe. Maybe Muppets. Yeah. Muppets. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think he's got a, role, a small role in Doctor Who at some point. Anyway. Anyway. He was in that Pirates Band of Misfits movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was in good. Sherlock as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, Doctor yeah. Who. There he is. Yeah, he was in Doctor British Who. Actor, yeah. yeah. He's got very recognisable face and big ears. Yes, big ears. Big ears. Like, like freaking, what's his face? Are we... Are we the guy that played Merlin. No, we... nothing wrong with big No, ears. yeah, no, I get that. You know the guy, guy who played Merlin? Yeah. I forgot. I've completely blanked on his name. But anyway. Yes. That guy. That guy. You know. <laughs> with we, the face. With the face and the ears. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. Um, next up, we've got some interesting Terminator news. Lots of Terminator buzz happening this week. Um, James Cameron has has said that uh, he's bringing back Linda Hamilton to play Sarah Connor mm-hmm. in his upcoming reboot of the franchise. Uh, this is like the 500th reboot, I guess, of the Terminator <laughs> franchise. So fingers crossed. He's not directing it. It's going to be directed by Tim Miller, who did Deadpool. Um, so he's going to be executive producing it. So he's a heavy influence. He's busy working on Avatar. So, 
Um, but yeah, she's coming back. Uh, the film will be released on the 26th of July in 2019. Um, and it's going to ignore the last three films. <laughs> so they're literally picking up where uh, Judgment Day finished. Ah. Um, but obviously a few years later because Lynn, Lynn Hamilton is, you know, a bit older now. Mm-hmm. So you can't really de-age her unless, you know, you spend a lot, a lot of money mm-hmm. like they do over at Marvel, de-aging their actors. Yeah. Um, but that's really, really cool. Uh, yeah, interesting that they're going to retcon everything. Mm-hmm. But not surprising, I suppose. Because the, the three that they're retconning weren't, the very, weren't very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're okay, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, (laughs) uh, Okay, some more um, casting, I guess, news. Uh, You know, reboots and old characters coming back. Jamie Lee Curtis will be returning to the upcoming Halloween reboot slash final chapter slash whatever it is. Um, Yeah, so that's really cool. She's going to be reprising her role from the, you know, the original (coughs) films. My dad's obsessed with her. Yeah, Yeah. she's pretty Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, but yeah, that's really, really cool. I don't think that's coming out next year or the year after they're working on that. So stay tuned for that one. Um, next up we have another kind of, well, a remake, I suppose. Um, JJ Abrams is going to be producing a live action version of recent anime film, Your Name. Um, and I don't know too much about this, so I'm just going to read out the, um, the, the description on IMDb, because I just <laughs> I just don't know. It says... We just don't know. We just don't know. I don't watch... I'm apo- I apologize. I do not watch anime. So, I I mean, Fully is probably going to hit me over the head next time she sees me, because I know she loves anime. But Hands up if you watch anime. We can't see you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who have no idea about this movie, uh, it says, The story takes place in a small mountain village in Japan. Mitsuha, a high school girl of this village, leads a dull life and yearns for living in a big city. Then someday she has a dream of her being a boy. In that dream, she is in an unfamiliar house in Tokyo and surrounded with strange friends. Though she is confused, she feels happy leading a new life here. Meanwhile, a Tokyo high school boy named Taki also has a weird dream of him being a girl in a mountain village. And they meet each other in their dreams. Like, it's... Yeah. So, that's interesting. I like that. So, I could see how JJ might put a spin on that, Mm. considering his background. Certainly. 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 Yes. So, that's really cool. Apparently, that movie is, is, is... It's highly regarded as... Pretty, pretty great. A lot of people at my work been asking for it and a lot of buzz and stuff last year when it came out. So, yes, stay tuned for that. Um, and then what do we have next? Uh, Denis Villeneuve. I like to say his name like that because Villeneuve, because he's French, I think. Uh, the director of uh, Arrival and the upcoming Blade Runner 2049. Uh, he's in talks to direct uh, a remake of Cleopatra. Um, and this has apparently been in the works for quite a few years. Um, and so they're finally getting on track because he's one of the hot directors, I guess, at the moment. And so he's, um, I think he could do a really good job of that. I've seen the original, like the Elizabeth Taylor mm, version. Yeah. It's long, it's long, it but, is, it's, but, but it's epic as hell. Um, it's Elizabeth Taylor. It's Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. yeah she was, she was um, epic. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, I think you'll find it's, uh, historically inaccurate i know it's historically (laughs) it's it's funny there's a youtuber i love watching um 
Oh, what's his name? I'm terribly sorry. Um, um, history buffs. History buffs. Mm -hmm. And so he looks at historical movies mm -hmm. and talks about essentially do they like it as does he like it as a movie also is it historically accurate and Cleopatra is one of the few ones where he says look it's not historically accurate no. but it is not a entirely. brilliant movie it's a very good movie and yeah. so he's like it doesn't matter unlike like Braveheart for example he turns around and says it's a shit movie and it's historically inaccurate don't watch it uh, <laughs> whereas um, Cleopatra is like, look, as long as you don't take it as a historically accurate piece, it's an amazing movie. Yeah. As soon as you just try to start looking at it accurately, then yes. Bollocks. Um, did they say anything about, like, I don't know why it popped into my head, but like, Troy? Have they ever um, did Troy? I think he may have. I will or, look it up while you continue the news. Or Alexander, because I'd be curious to know yeah, their sure, thoughts. Yeah, sure, sure. On that. I shall look it up whilst you... Alright, well we have one more item in the news. So you better be quick. Yep. Um, so this is pretty cool. I like this. I'm very keen on this. So they've announced a Sabrina the Teenage Witch reboot. <laughs> oh. But it's going to be in the vein of more of the original, uh, the comics, comics it was adapted yeah. from. So oh, okay, cool. So it's going to be darker... Um, they've said Thank it's going to, it's going to be like a cross between the exorcist and Rosemary's baby. Oh, wow. So it's going to be dark as fuck and how she's fighting over her mortal life and her witch life. And like, oh, wow. So like, it's, okay. yeah. And I'm like, this is, that's really cool. And yeah. it's going to be on the CW, which is excellent. Cause they just make, they make, they cater to, to me. Cause I watch so many of their shows, like all the superhero shows, mm -hmm. vampire diaries, like, you know, amazing stuff. It's really, really good. So yeah. That's the news. Phil, do we have... Are you looking? Are you I'm finding? Looking. It's got... They did uh, 300. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's did, not historically accurate. They did Alexander. And that's what I was wondering about. Yep, yeah, maybe. Um, Vikings. Oh. He did Braveheart. Yeah, he did Braveheart and Rips. Hey, and Vi they did Vikings. That's actually... It's that would have to be pretty good then because it's yeah I haven't it's, watched it's done, it myself. But... It's done by the History Channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the History Channel also does a lot of aliens. Uh, oh, yeah, aliens they're... built the Primrose style thing. Yeah, they do ancient aliens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Enough said. <laughs> Three hundred. Yeah. Uh, I think I already said that. Uh, you did. But yeah, it's, and then like there's a lot of others like um, we All were right. soldiers. I might have uh, to last samurai. Patriot. I might have to look this channel up. Yes, yeah, so, uh, Gladiator Zulu was one of my favourite ones he did a thing of. Oh. That and Master and Commander, because he actually talks about Master and Commander, how the director... Is it was Peter Weir? It was Peter Weir. How Peter Weir took it as a... Essentially turning around what very few directors do and said, if we can't make this whilst keeping the historical accuracy, then it's not a story worth telling. Yeah, fair enough. And he did. I think the only thing he changed was the idea that in the in in real life, the ship was an American ship that they were fighting, and it's actually called the um, old old Ironsides. It's a ship that's actually still in service in America, second oldest ship in the world to be still in service after the HMAS victory. Um, wow. And and it, it was made out of uh, the mangroves or uh, 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 willow of the swamps, 
which is why it was so thick and so good for the ship, because it was already waterlogged wood, already waterlogged timber. So uh, the ocean didn't really affect it all that much. And so it was really thick wood and cannon fire would just bounce off the sides of this thing. So it's wow. called Ironside. Mm. That's cool. Uh, and thus, Master and Commander, they changed it to a French ship because they decided that um, American audiences wouldn't deal with the Americans being the bad guys. No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they so. don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that. They don't like that. They, they don't like that. They don't like it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, look, I'll, I'll send you a thing later and it's, it's really Yeah, enjoyable. please, please. Do yourselves a favour, check it out. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. History buffs. But History hashtag buffs. would like to be sponsored. Well, hashtag please. would love to be sponsored. We'll do ads for you. Don't worry. We'll do ads. Hashtag um, I highly doubt will be sponsored by YouTubers. Because <laughs> we are YouTubers as well. Oh dear. Um, okay, well that's the news. That's the news. Um, I think we kind of <laughs> had a mini discussion anyway. Unless there's anything, Kirsten, anything you um, want to say about everything? All about the Cleopatra. Does any is there any mm. word on any casting as of yet? Well, I, that's I actually forgot to mention. Um, uh, Angelina Jolie not confirmed, but she's been linked to the oh, project yeah. for for a long time because this has been in the works for a number mm. of years. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so probably since her when she was the number one in the world, I guess they were like, we want her. But she said she did say this week that um yeah she's nothing's been confirmed. She's right. she yeah so mm. she she doesn't know if she's going to be in it or not, and she might be too old now. I don't know. Oh yeah. Depending on what, you know, I don't know how old Cleo... I can't remember how old Cleopatra was when she, she died, but, yeah, she was kind of young. I'd so, say she would have... Yeah, I think... I don't know exactly, but I'd say she would have been quite young. They she would have been, yeah. They don't seem to live that long. No, <laughs> no, they don't. But, yeah, no, yeah, so that was the name, mm. but, I um, yeah, I don't know. They could probably get a bunch of... I think they should probably get someone... See, this is the problem with them remaking this movie, mm. and I was going to bring this up as well whitewashing yeah because if they'd made the elizabeth taylor version today with all caucasian actors like the only reason they got away with it then is because that's what they would there's a huge argument here though again to be made of the people so for example cleopatra was actually greek of greek heritage yes she was an Egyptian ruler, but of Greek heritage. Yes. The Greeks and Romans, there's strong evidence to suggest that they were actually a lot whiter than Mediterranean people today. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. that's where we got our a lot of our genes. Oh, the Anglo-Saxon Anglo, stuff. Anglo-Saxon, mm-hmm. the Romans coming over yep. and, and breeding with the Anglo-Saxons. Anglo-Saxons, essentially all of Europe was relatively white. That's one argument that is being made. The okay. other argument is obviously, pull your bloody head in. Of course people were, you know. So, But the problem is that it was so long ago that, again, like dinosaur skin, we don't know what dinosaurs yeah, were coloured. Yeah, true. We don't know what ancient Egyptians and... Uh, uh, Romans and all these people's skin colour were, which to be honest just makes an even stronger argument for the fact that this whole racial skin colour, judging someone on their bloody skin colour is bollocks because well, yeah, it's it not is. like it's something that's been pure for bajillion years. It's just... It just uh, is what it is It now. is what it is. It's a fluke from genetics over time. 
People, yeah. Well, I guess. People are in denial. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, no, you're off the podcast. Go. Alright. We're firing you. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, she died at uh, 39 years of age. I was gonna, yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, Angelina might still be able to play her then. I think she's around that age. But, um, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they could probably cast anyone then. Yeah. Based on that. Yeah. I, I would highly suggest they'd be smarter. Yeah. To get either Egyptian actors or at least sort of uh, Mediterranean, Mediterranean actors. Yeah. They'd be much smarter to. Yeah. Because regardless of what actual history says or what historians are arguing and discussing. Yeah. How many people know these facts? Mm. You know what I mean? People are going to make the assumption, oh, okay, they're meant to be Mediterranean. Oh, yeah. they're meant to be Egyptian. Yeah. So, no, I do agree. I think you're smarter to do it that way. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's, a, it's a better argument. It's a better thought to be made that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think anyway. so. But, yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, we'll have some casting news, no doubt, once this... Uh, all goes ahead. I just, I just think the whole whitewashing thing can get absolutely crazy. It can. It's, it's one of those bandwagony situations. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's like the certain things I get, certain things I understand. Yeah. But then I, I sit there and go, okay. Um, my, my big thing is the hypocrisy. Yeah. So, for example, the Ghost in a Shell. Yeah. Uh, what's, what was her name? Sorry. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Was end of the day in the comic book thing, she was replicated after a Caucasian because the whole thing they in the in the comic book, in the anime, they wanted her to be look different to all the other Asian people running around. Yeah. Now, lights short of finding an Asian Caucasian, you, you did the next best thing. When it comes to comic books, why are you allowed to change the uh, uh, ethnicity of one person, and it's all fine and cool, but another person, and you crack the shits? I think you can. E- I think it needs to just come down to the best person in the job, unless you're talking about historical accuracy. Yeah, that's fair. You know, what I mean, then then that's when it's like, like if you're doing yeah. a movie about the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Now, okay, I get that it was the Chinese uh, director who wanted to do it that way. Yeah, he and, wanted that And he wanted to sort of link it to America so that America could have a, oh, yeah, Matt Damon, yeah, cool. But seriously, dude, think about what you're doing. It's a, about China. There were no, at that point in time, there were no white guys. I feel like if they'd done it, if that movie, if, they, if it had been straight up Chinese just excellence like all yeah. Chinese cast everything like those yeah. they make really great movies oh yeah and if they'd done it like Crouching Tiger for example yeah exactly that would have been completely believable sellable all of that but the yep. fact that they threw Matt Damon and Willem Dafoe in there it was yep. like nah, um, we're not we're not buying what you're selling exactly and it flopped because of that reason they needed him to be Willem the friend no, no. Anyway, we you need to out. we need to move, exi- on. move on to the and roll on up to a certain park. Or roll trailers. on up to the trailer park where we'll park the trailers. Yeah. Get on, tumbleweed, doggy, tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. Okay, whoa. Okay, class. So disclaimer, <laughs> disclaimer, front uh, up front. Uh, 
because we had two weeks of trailers to go through, we are not talking about everything that came yes. out in the last two weeks because there was just too many. We culled the list. We culled the list. So we've gotten we've gotten from about 12 to about six. So we've just picked the ones that we were interested in and wanted to share with talking you guys. Talking about annihilating a list. The Annihilation. Oh, you're going to jump right we're down there, are so you? so I can segue. Okay, we're going with the segue. All Stop right. breaking the magic. I'm not... <laughs> you're proud of it. You're killing. Stop it. Stop it. It's already dead. Okay. Annihilation. Annihilation. So this trailer um, looks really, really interesting. It doesn't give... I mean, Phil thinks it's generic, but whatever. Um, <laughs> doesn't give too much away about, I think, about the, what, what's going on, what the story is. Um, I really love Natalie Portman. She's one yeah, of my favorite actresses ever. She is cool. she's, an, she's an icon of her generation. She's amazing. Um, and, yeah, and I'm so I'm excited to see anything she does. And then the fact that it's um, the follow-up, like for the direct writer director Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina a couple of years back, that movie is fantastic. Watch it if you haven't. It's freaking awesome. Um, and so this is his upcoming next screenplay that he's directing, and it's based on a book. And yeah, it looks it great. Just I don't know. Maybe I saw something a bit different, but it just to me looked like a generic alien movie. Yeah. Oh, there's aliens. There's humans. Not sure what aliens are doing. Aliens are doing weird shit, and aliens are going to wipe the face of the planet if we don't stop the aliens, because aliens. That's just what it sort of looked like to me. It might be different, and yes, it didn't give away a lot, and to be honest, that's me filling in a lot of blanks. Mm -hmm. But I just felt, oh, okay, I know what the blanks are. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, though. I hope to be wrong. I hope it's something that subverts the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Kirsten, any thoughts? Um, well, I didn't know too much about this. Cause it, yeah, so it was a book originally, so I don't know too much about it myself. Um, it's Yeah, I sort of was on the same... I think it was just the, the way the trailer was done. I think <coughs> I'm sort of on Phil's side on that, because like, I'm not really sure what was happening. So maybe yeah. it would be a totally different thing when we actually watch it the full thing. So, yeah. you know, maybe they're, they're just not showing certain things. They don't want to reveal too much, which is a, probably a good thing. Most, like, so many trailers just reveal, like, all the best bits. And then when you see the movie, you're like, there's no surprises in there. So, I suppose yeah. they're trying to, you know, not show as much as they, you know, trying to keep it all under wraps. Hmm. Mm. Well, we'll see. Um, there'll be, um, that was just a teaser trailer, so there'll probably be a, a full trailer mm. with a bit more coming soon um we don't have an australian date unfortunately um but it will be released in the u.s and the uk on the 23rd of february next year sure cool a couple oh. of days after my birthday yeah <laughs> look at that there's there's a birthday present for you i'll get your tickets to annihilation wait for the second trailer to come out or the proper trailer to come out <laughs> and then i'll let you know <laughs> okay right Okay, so, next trailer. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. Speaking of stuff that I wasn't sure about, Peter Rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. We're just jumping all over the place today. Speaking of jumping, Rabbit. Hey. 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 So, this is 
hogwash. We don't want it. We don't need it. I like James Corden a lot, but I don't know why we're getting this yeah. Peter Rabbit movie. I don't understand. Hashtag not my Peter Rabbit. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, I just no. don't know. Yeah, it just seems like a sort of a... You know what, actually? The, the uh, animation seemed, you know, like a, just an animation style thing. Think the chipmunks... Think Smurfs, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But the actual um, comedy in it, it just felt... Lazy. It felt, yeah, yeah, emoji movie lazy. Yeah. Yeah. That deer in headlights joke, man, was so bad. It was the deer stuck in the headlights. (laughs) It was... I mean, I get it. I get it. But the way they did it was just really lazy. And And it feels like, you know, when... When these people, these directors and stuff, and producers, whatever, are putting together a show for kids, they just assume kids are idiots. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a kid that is old enough to understand jokes, then you've got a kid that's not an idiot. But not just that. Toy Story, I always come back to Toy Story for this. You put in jokes that the adults can laugh at, then the kids will laugh with the adults, even if they're not sure what they're laughing at. Hmm. And then, a lot of the other stuff comes simply from either the slapstick or just the the, the enchanting story, the idea of kid toys talking. Hmm. This was just a load of jokes that were aimed at kids and they were hoping that the adults would... Get the very unsubtle nods and winks. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Poorly written, poorly framed, <laughs> poorly animated. Fuck off, killing my childhood. It's not even that because, like, as I said at the start, I'm uh, start when I first saw it. Uh, sorry for rambling, but I'm all for reboots. I'm all for retellings. Yeah, yeah. Give me a different way of. T- Oh, I'm a little bit off of it. Um, <laughs> give me a different way of seeing a, a, a story that we've all been told. Don't give me a turd and tell me it's chocolate. <laughs> Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. That's it, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that comes out on and the 22nd just... of the 3rd. Next, Next year. year. 22nd of March, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think, just, talking of things. Sorry, go. I was just going to say, I grew up what, reading those books. And, mm. and you you remember the illustrations as well. Yeah. And you, so I'm just like... You just have that in your head and you just, I, I can't deal with it. I was just like, I don't know <laughs> if this is what, anyway. Um, so next, next trailer. Talking of animated animals. Yes. Although, oh, which dogs. Ah, oh, I should have guessed. <laughs> I was like, oh, which ones are going to be? He's going to say something completely random. Oh, no, it's the one that makes sense if I actually read the thing. <laughs> Isle of Dogs. Okay, so this is, uh, I think uh, it would be the second. Wheaton. What? Was it Wheaton? No, let me speak. <laughs> the <Don't> second. <laughs> <for> <laughs> 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 Um, so this would be, I believe, the second uh, animated feature from Wes Anderson. Wesley. Wesley Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. His first being <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox. 
I think I'm correct. Yes, yes, yeah, you um, but yes, yeah. Uh, this Who's is Wesley in Star Trek. <laughs> Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Too many people with same names. Yep. Terrible, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> get different names. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love dogs. This is a very Wes Anderson yes. movie. He mm. he is an auteur. He is you know his Author. own his own style, very distinctively. Uh, the animation's really cool. It's stop motion animation, which is I just I don't I. <sighs> I just can't wrap my head around someone being a stop motion animator. Yeah, I just, oh yeah. I just can't. I it's can't. a dying art. It is a dying art, I know, and it's pretty much Wes Anderson and Ardman that are yeah. the only <laughs> only people left doing it. But I'm just like, that's. It's just so. I'm just. I can't find words because I'm just that impressed. Like it's just the the patience and the commitment and the time. You know, it's just mm-hmm. unbelievable. But yes, but this film looks really really cool. Um, it's set in Japan and all these dogs are being, they're overpopulated with dogs by the looks of things and they're all dumped on a, a dogs, trash the island. Dog, the dogs have got dog flu. Yeah. And it's yeah. like a really bad bird flu, swine flu style thing. Yes. And they're worried about the dogs infecting humans and killing off all the humans. And so they dump them on a Dump them on an island. That old chestnut. That old chestnut. Yes. Um, because yeah. the amount of money that it costs to transport all these dogs is somehow less than the bullet to put <laughs> them down. Hey. Hashtag economics, hashtag movie logic. Yeah, which also sounds similar to our government logic. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you believe we're going to put a man on the moon? Man on the moon. Yes, coal-fired, <laughs> coal-powered uh, 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 spaceships that only send you to the node. <laughs> what? They get you all the way to the moon, they just send you to the space station, and from there you've got to catch <coughs> a, a, a copper zip line to get to. <laughs> I don't know where we are. <laughs> We've gone somewhere. The Australia is going to have a new space... Oh, agency. Yeah, I did hear about this. And so my belief is they're going to be coal-powered uh, rockets mm-hmm. that only send you to a space station called the Node. Why is it called the Node? Because of our internet. We have it. The MBN is only to the Node. What is the Node? I don't know. It's the okay. So with the MBN, what <laughs> I'm is, sorry. <laughs> oh God, you're started now. Very quickly, very quickly. Uh, when Labour and Liberals at the time were going, ah, oh, my MBN, no, my MBN. Labour said, right, we'll have MBN to the house. So copper fiber, copper wire, copper, no, not copper, 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 f- uh, fiber, fiber, fiber optics to the house. <laughs> uh huh. So you'd have amazingly fast internet. Yes. Uh, Labour, uh, Liberals said you'll get it to the node, which is this little box. You, you see them, you see them around. They're little internet oh, boxes. Oh, I know the boxes. We are, then, I have a box at my yeah, house. And the, no, no, not the, not in the house. No, at my house. I didn't say in the house. Okay. Well, they're, they're usually on a corner mm-hmm. of the street. And then from there, it goes from fibre optics to 
the the copper ca- the old copper wiring crap that we've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. And then you end up having awesome internet that you can't actually get because it's going over your copper. Yeah, it's crap. yeah. It's stupid. Yes. Um, so okay, so that's what you're saying. Fired, so you're making a joke. I'm making a joke that. about yeah. how backwards Australia is. That it, it's, it's an amazing spaceship goes to the node and then you're going to get a zipline, a copper zipline to the moon. Okay. Now I'm with you. That's funny now. The like frog it. is dead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the frog <laughs> is dead. Um, God, I don't think we're all right. Explaining a joke is what like we... dissecting a frog. I'm so Nobody's sorry. Nobody's interested in it the end oh. of frog dies. I don't remember where the joke even came from. Because... Were we, when, did we, because when were we talking about NASA? Because I said that... Australia's the, NASA. Yeah, I said that it's like uh, sending, transporting the dogs is uh, somehow oh, cheaper than that's right. Just okay, the dogs. I said, remember oh, it's now. Like government, and I said, yeah, because we're, and then I started talking yeah, about Yeah, I remember. I'm sorry. Okay, all right, all right. I'm sorry. <gasps> you know what I could have? <gasps> you know what I could have just done? I could have just waited until this was done, and I could have listened back to it to remember how we got onto this weird tangent. That's all right. But that's okay. It's okay. We're here now. We could we just here. edit. It's a good. You're just saying the joke, and then we could just laugh. And I'm have the three, reaction he wanted. Two, one. Ah. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, it looks Other cool. Other dogs looks really cool. It's got Brian Cranston in it, I'm pretty sure. Cranston. I recognise his voice. Bill Murray's in there because yep. it's a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. So Bill, Mar- Bar- mm. Bill Murray's there. Um, it's going to be out next year on another March release, 29th of March, 2018. Woo! Woo-hoo. It's going to do well. Um, okay. And then I'm going to insert a segue. I'm just going to go yeah. segue to Gotti because... There's no nice. segue because I can't think of a segue, <laughs> and I want to save the other two trailers for last because they were the best Speaking ones. Speaking of governments who are getting involved in things, yep, because of reasons. Gotti, Gotti. <laughs> Gotti. that was very well done. Um, so this is a, a true story. Um, of crime boss uh, John Gotti and his son. And John Gotti Sr. will be played by John Travolta. Oh. And his wife is played by his real-life wife, Kelly Preston. Oh, cool. Which I thought was really cool. I recognised her straight away. I'm like, that's his wife. <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah. So this looks pretty good. I mean, I don't... Oh, I just... This is... A... Sorry. I just was reading the trivia on IMDb and... You know how you, Kirsten, you were talking about Goodfellas yes. before. Apparently, Joe Pesci was supposed to be in this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting. And he's not in it. He's apparently classic now. of Goodfellas people. Watch Goodfellas. That's all I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. You kids. You kids. You kids. Shush. <laughs> A sheesh. Um, yeah. So this is yeah true story based on you know. This guy who's clearly, you know, in the mob or something. Um, I don't really know too much. I don't. Uh, I don't like gangster movies or gangster like, whatevers. Um, you know, but it looks like it would be a good period film. Mm. Um, maybe you know, get some uh, good, maybe Oscar buzz. Maybe I don't know. Like, mm. I know I would like to see John Travolta kind of make another comeback. Like he's yeah. had a couple of comebacks in his career over the years, but he is. Oh, I, he's I up love, and down. Yeah, he like it's just it's all in 
choices, I suppose. Like, I mean, yeah. he's John Travolta. You can pick whatever. Movie well, he yeah, wants, that's true. He has that. Yeah, freedom. He, he was very good in the the OJ Simpson yes. series. Yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, I did. It yeah, was really was good. Great. He yeah. was very good in that. He was so weird looking. But yeah, it was it was great. If you see the real person he was playing. Oh, he looked a lot like it, him. It, it was so good. Uncanny, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just Wikipediaing John Gotti. Uh, he was an Italian-American gangster who became boss of the powerful Gambino crime family in New York City. Um, so, yeah, basically huge, huge crime boss, huge, you know, blah, blah, blah. He died in 2002. Um, probably, oh, he had throat cancer. That's sad. Um, but he, he was well. He was in. He was in jail for murder, conspiracy to commit murder, mm-hmm. loan sharking, racketeering, obstruction of justice, illegal gambling, and tax evasion. And he was sentenced to life without parole. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he died in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so. This will yeah. This will probably be a very good movie then. Yeah. Yeah. True story. I'm all, I'm always. Oh, sold. me too. I love yeah. true. I love a true story yeah. movie. They're really really fascinating. Yeah. Um, so, but we don't have a, a release date for this at all. Like, literally nothing. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, apparently it's this year, though. IMDb just literally just, all it says is 2017. It doesn't, there's no month, no, uh, date at all. But, uh, but yeah. So keep an eye out if you're interested in that one. Any Travolta fans out there, I'm sure. It's me. <laughs> it's a me. It's a me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple more trailers to talk about. Um, so Oh, I can... No, I'm not even going to try and segue these anymore. Um, <laughs> Tomb Raider. We had the Tomb Raider trailer drop uh, a few days ago I now. Me too. We all love it. I think I can speak for all of us. Yes. Let's go. I haven't seen... Well, everyone's been raving about how it's very much like the game. It is heaps like the game. I haven't played the game, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to run and do this. You can, <laughs> take, you can take our words for it. Um, but yeah, this is really, really awesome to finally get a trailer for this. It's long been in the works. Um, Oscar winner Alicia Vikander is in the lead role. Uh, yeah, she looks so much like the Lara from the game too. Oh it's, yeah, it's great. And it looks like they've taken majority of the storyline from the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For from sure. what I could gather while playing this, a basic storyline of the game is she she's just on holidays. Just her and lot of mates are on holidays. She happens to be doing archaeology at university yeah her ship crash oh she wants to go out to this particular place where everyone else is just going to the bahamas and yeah whatever she wants to go to this particular place this particular island because it's supposed to have these relics she wants to just go out and see if she can freelance these relics turns out there's a huge curse blah 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 there's a lot of slavers on this island this is all stuff we sort of see and the the difference here is they've added a little bit of a you know, my dad, uh, you know, I'm your dad, I died, and there's a government agency or something. They've added a yeah. bit of a government agency conspiracy thing, so it's like, which is cool. It's like a combination of of the the first Angelina Jolie film yeah. and the game. Yeah, which I think is really cool. Which I think is a good way to go, yeah. So put them together. And, it, it, and this is this is the, what everyone's been calling for, I feel, the female indie. Oh yeah, that's what you know we what want. I mean? That's what yeah, we want. That's, that's what, what we, we want, want it to be. Definitely. Strong, powerful. 
love all that. All that crap that Indiana Jones was, and yes. people have been calling for a female version. Here yes, and hopefully this is this film is good enough that it becomes a franchise. Oh yeah, it would be great. This would be is really really looking great. Really good. Yeah, it's a very solid trailer. Uh, the action was great. The yeah, it just looks really really good. So we're very excited for that. Kirsten, any thoughts on this? I'm excited. The trailer was really good. You so know for it. someone who hasn't that doesn't know a great deal about it, I'm sold on it. So Oh yeah. good. That's, so that's, that's good. That says a lot for the trailer. They've done their job <laughs> yes. right then. That's excellent. Sold. So pa- Tomb Raider. That's what it's Speaking called. Of... We'll be will be out on the fifteenth of March next yes. year. So another March release. Another March release. And finally speaking of Last trailer. Gore. Because there's a lot of gore in Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. We'll go with that. Uh, The Punisher trailer. This is the full-length trailer of uh, Marvel's upcoming Netflix series, The Punisher, spin-off from Daredevil. Um, Fucking awesome trailer. I love this. Set to Metallica. Like, amazing. (laughs) Perfect song choice. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... The Punisher, I gotta say, has been a Marvel character I've never overly been interested in, just because of the excessive violence and the military background. I'm just like, that's not, it's not really the stuff that kind of brings me to a show or brings me to I, a film. But meanwhile, I wa- I played the video game when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> um, but yeah, but this, like, I loved the Punisher when he popped up in Daredevil. He was one of the best things about season two of Daredevil. And the fact that he got his own series is just excellent. Um, and I, yeah, this made it look really good. Like, cause they allude to all the backstory and everything that happened to him before we, we meet him. Um, and now it looks like we're going to get to see that. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Thoughts, everyone. Any thoughts? Um, I sort of mentioned, and look, okay, we're not really watching our Red Band trailer here, so you can't be sure. And I also haven't seen, I had to defer to Kendall on this because I haven't seen a lot, I've only seen Jessica Jones. Yeah. I saw a little bit of Daredevil, this sort of first couple of episodes, and Jessica Jones right through. And whilst they are dark, the Punisher needs full on, uh, uh, full-on Logan slash uh, Deadpool-style R rating, mm. in my mind, because... Yeah. Oh, God. Ah, sorry. That's all right. Because he is... Yeah, he, he's, he's the Punisher. It'd be like sewing Daredevil's lips together. Not Daredevil's, Deadpool's. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm tired, sorry. Um, but yeah, look, I I'm I I will probably look forward to having a gander at this online on on Netflix. It's Netflix. I'm paying for Netflix. So I might as well watch it. Excellent. Good. You should watch the other shows then. Yes. <laughs> Eventually. Because they are very good. Um, yeah, we don't even have a release date for Punisher. Um, yeah, apparently the rumor is it's very soon. Um, yeah. it's supposed to be this year but we just don't they haven't Netflix are being all cagey on the release date for some reason uh, John Cagey you mean Luke Cagey no go to bed um <laughs> okay so that was trailer park guys yay yay okay I think it might be time for some quickie reviews quickie review yeah. yeah okay I just want to do 30 seconds on what I thought of it 
because uh, I, I saw it nearly two weeks ago and I'm just dying to share my thoughts with the public. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was freaking awesome. It scared the crap out of me, like, in a good way. Uh, yeah, the visuals were just really kind of terrifying. It was a good mix of practical and special effects in there. Um, the movie was just... Re- it's just a really good film. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a it's a good period piece that just happens to be a horror film. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, the kids that are in it, the actors are fantastic. They're incredibly talented. One of them, I Mike actually pointed this out to me the other night, was actually one of the kids who, or the kid who played the young Star Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, nice. Which is really cool. And one of the other ones is you know from Stranger Things. Um, Finn Wolfhard, uh, his character, he played Richie in, in it and he was freaking hilarious cause he was cursing and just talking and making jokes <laughs> and shit. It was, he was great. Um, but yeah, uh, and Pennywise was freaking terrifying and I thought Tim, I mean, Tim Curry still scares shit out of me, but, <laughs> but his Pennywise was just like on a whole nother level and oh, nice. just, I was really impressed. And the, the guy is like younger than me or like younger than us. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like 26, wow. 27, something like that. And he's like playing this like, you know, demon, <laughs> demonic clown. Yeah. Cause he, cause he had, pardon the phrase, but uh, rather large shoes to fill. Oh, for sure. Yes. I like that. That's good. <laughs> yes, he very much did. Uh, but yeah, I one thing, just a warning, the way the movie opens, like those who know the story of it, you know, it opens with, you know, Georgie's, you know, demise essentially. But the way they do it in this one is just, it sets the tone for the entire film mm-hmm. in such a way that I was just really impressed with and shocked. I was like, oh, okay, all right. This is what we're in for then. Yeah. I'm strapping in. Uh, but yeah, if you... If you haven't seen it, do yourselves a favor. Go check it out. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. It's a really, really good film. Nice. And a good adaptation of a great book. So, nice. Yeah. Yes. That's my two cents on it. And now, do we have some six cents, I guess? Because two times three is six and there's yes. three of us. Yes. On Michael and Philip getting married in the morning. Woo! Um, so I think we've got a very interesting way of looking at it here. We have... An audience member. Hi. Yes. We have a stagehand. Yellow. And we have an actor slash producer. And a slash stagehand. Slash stagehand. <laughs> I'm looking at it from the actor slash yes. producer yes, point of view. Yes, of course. So let's... Actually, I'll start off, if that's all right. Go, 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 go. Um, essentially, yeah. So Michael and Philip and Getting Married in the Morning is a... A uh, story about Michael and Philip getting married in the morning. Um, <laughs> oh, they, really? Oh, really, Jeff? Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, it's essentially, it is a show about two, two blokes getting married um, and friends and family, one way or another, trying to intervene or stop them uh, getting married. Yeah. Um, and it's really just a social commentary on um, marriage equality. Yeah. Uh, in two ways. One, sort of pointing out the fact that everyone who is not involved are trying to make themselves involved and trying to stop things and get well, yeah, in the way. Yeah, I love that. Like that the, I was just, literally just had this thought. I'm like, Wayne wrote this 
um, before the whole plebiscite. Yeah, yeah. And before it really became such a forefront yeah. issue. And the fact that there's a line in there that's like, why can't this... This day is just supposed to be about me, you know, me and Philip. Why, is it have, why does everyone else have to have their say in order yeah. for us to get married? The fact that that line, like... It's so poignant it's the, the bloody amazing. Yeah, the bloody foresight on that. Like, yeah, just, definitely. that's amazing. But the other argument to there is simply that, you know, Wayne Wayne being part of the LGBTQI yeah. community direct, very directly, he's suffered that all his life. Oh, well, no, I know. <laughs> I know, know, but, like, I just, and, I know, I understand that. And, so and I realise that you understand that too. And yeah, because so. so have I to a degree. But, mm-hmm. like, um... Yeah, like I just the fact that that's the specific line. Yeah, no, that's it. And now we're facing Um, this plebiscite is crazy. But the other thing with the show is that it didn't want to be as I don't know if I'm using the right terminology here, but I think the the term was used. Didn't want to be camp. It wasn't. No, it wasn't camp at all. It wasn't a what you might typically. be presented with as a you know queer theatre piece. Yeah. Um. So it was just meant to be a normal to show. That's so funny. Because I sorry I'm interrupting. Yeah, again. No, interrupting. I just just because like that's I've to myself I've been saying this for a while. I want to write. This is the kind of story I want to tell where it's like. Two women are together, or two men are together, and that's just normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and that was it. That's what. Like, I'm not. You're not doing it to make a statement. You're doing it just because it Wayne, should just be a normal be. thing. Exactly. Yeah. Wayne. That's had, what I want to do. That's it. Yeah. Wayne had told me early on that one of the things he didn't like was how everything in queer theatre is very sort of open. Not just open. The openness isn't the problem. It's the in your face. Yeah. He, as a gay man himself, has said that. He just struggles, not with all of it, obviously, but just how much of it is uh, in your face, overtly. Oh, remember, we're gay, we're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the phallic symbols because we're gay. Yeah. And he just sort of wanted it to be, okay, yes, there is a community. And there are people who hang around that community. Tally, for example, is a very good example. Yeah, yeah. I think the terminology is fag. uh, Fag hag. Fag hag. Yeah. And so whilst you've got this community... They're just as normal as you and me. Oh, yeah. And in this mm-hmm. universe, Michael and Philip just want to get married. Yeah. There's nothing nothing special. It's not no. some, you know, drag queen. And I'm sounding really homophobic here, but my, it's no, you're not. Point. I know what you're saying. It's not some overtly, you know, overtly uh, over the top celebration. They actually have it in a traditional church as a traditional. I know. Wedding. I love the fact that he makes a point of it. It's in a. It's in a church. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just to really normalize a, it. A normal run of the mill yeah. wedding. Yeah. Which again is nothing to say anyone that has anything other than that, but just to prove the point that guess what happens if marriage equality becomes a thing? People of the same sex can marry, and that's it. The the world isn't going to end. No, you're yeah. not going to force uh, heterosexual couples to 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 marry their brothers and sisters. You're not going to, you know, any of this BS that's being peddled. It's just a. It's, it's about, disgraceful. Yeah, and it's it's just meant to. We just want to get to a place when it's about, you know, two people care about each other. Yes. That's all that matters. Like, it's, it shouldn't exactly. be about oh, they happen to be gay or they happen to be straight. It's like that's yeah, two people. Just, that's just, it. Just yeah, it. it makes me think of like this really good quote. A Pink said once she did a, a 
speech for the human rights campaign, I think it was, and she was talking about like how she was saying, "Hi, I'm a Taurus," or like, "Hi, I'm a Libra." Yeah. Like, I want, I want, "Hi, I'm gay," to elicit the same reaction to someone saying, "I'm a Taurus." Yeah, like, yeah, it's that's boring, it. bland, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you know, get to the point. Get to the point. <laughs> it doesn't matter because yeah, exactly, like exactly. it's not, it's not gay marriage. It's just marriage. Yeah, exactly. Between two gay people, like it's not, or between I'm two straight human. people. Who cares? I mean, it's a human <laughs> wedding. But yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. one of the really yeah. I totally that's agree, that's totally that's agree with you, Phil, mm. on that point. Yeah. Um. And I, I, yeah. So, so, as a producer, yes, um, absolutely tough job. I. It's funny because at the start of the year, and Wayne will enjoy this. At the start of the year, I no last year. Sorry, last year when he was up to produce the writer, he was like umming and ahhing about it. I said, Wayne, it's producing. It's the easiest job in the arts mm-hmm. industry. Because I've never produced properly before. I've produced, but not properly. Mm. Not a full show. I've co-produced. Yeah. Uh, and even more so to the point of co-producing when there have been several producers. Mm. There's been a you know banking producer, a arts producer, a <laughs> venue producer. Someone that was part of every different bit along the way. Mm. Not like this where it's Fulia and I, or last year, Fulia and Wayne. Mm. So... Um, at last year I said to him, dude, it's producing, it's the easiest job, I'm directing, I'm the one that's got the hard yards. And then just t- producing this year as a, essentially, Fulia and I solo d- uh, producing with Wayne's mentor guide- guiding, it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute nightmare. I would not wish that stress on anybody else. And I now retract my statement <laughs> that I said to Wayne last year. I did not know how hard it was to produce a show. Mm. I always thought that was the easiest part. Um, well, there you there go. go. There's the biscuits. Yep. Um, as an actor, really thoroughly enjoyed it. I only had a very small part as the Reverend uh, Rob. There are no small parts. There are no small parts, just small parts. Um, <laughs> so... I uh, yes, I played Rob Dower, who is a parody of Rod Bauer. Oh, I've got that probably wrong the wrong way. Uh, Reverend <laughs> uh, Rod from um, Gree Godsford Church. Uh, shout out! He's the guy that you've probably seen political political statements on signs on your Facebook on a church sign. That's him. Um, very political, very pro LGBTQI, uh, very pro Muslim, very pro pro humanity. Pro humanity. Mm-hmm. That's it. He's very left wing. So um, I wanted to base my reverend on him. Good. Yeah. Very so that was good. Fun. That's and good. The audience loved it. Um, the audience loved the show. They did. Um, a few technical hiccups, but nothing to write home about. No, nothing that really ruined anything. Yeah. Um, Kendall. Yes. What's more of your experience? Well, um, yeah. I mean, I've said it from day dot. I'm tremendously proud of this production. Um, it's fantastic. It's so clever, just so much fun, and just such a really heartwarming and excellent story that just needs to be told and told more often. Um, but yeah, I had a really great time helping out being a stagehand. I was sadly could only do it two out of the four nights because the first night I was in the audience, uh, having a ball watching. That was amazing. 
Um, but yeah, um, yeah, it was great, great time. Just the little things you got got to do and be behind the scenes and you know be a part of it because I didn't get to do the rider last year because I was overseas. But um, yeah, so it was really oh, it was a lot of fun and very lucky to be amongst you know some really talented people. Um, but yeah, I'm. I just the sh- the show is just so good and it came together like to see it from like first read through to you know, o- you know opening night was just you know excellent. Yeah. Um, to see how far the story comes and mm-hmm. how the actors you know go from from the beginning until the end with it. Um, yeah, it's just all really impressive and just a really really good time. And I just you know I'm I think you know one of the best signs that this show is just so funny is because you know I've seen this like I think I said this on we did Winifred's this week and I think I said the same thing but you know I've seen it probably like eight or ten times and I'm still laughing my ass Mm. off at these jokes like they're not getting old they're not getting boring I'm not sick of anything like it's just yeah it's just fantastic so um yeah, thank. I just you know, if anyone's listening that came, thank you for coming because yeah, yeah, we're very very proud of the work we did and but yeah, it was really really good and hopefully, I mean, it was filmed so hopefully something comes out of that but we'll see. But yeah, it was awesome, Kirsten. Uh, yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I've sort of was you know, um, broke my head in when they were you know from the get go, so I sort of had a little you know bit of an idea of the show seeing bits and pieces but yeah at the end of it when seeing it you know the complete product it was amazing um wayne is such a talented writer um he like i got a bit of a you know a bit of a vibe from when he was sort of saying oh it's it's sort of a bit of um will and grace kind of humor oh yeah it is actually and so That's a good once he said that i'm like okay i'm in um, and then, yeah, but as soon as I was setting on, you know, you know, a couple of scenes, I'm like, yep, I know exactly what he's, you know, he's like, it wasn't, it's not, you know, the campy, you know, Will and Grace that a lot of people would recognize, but it's, it's the, it's this clever writing. It's, yeah. it's clever, it's clever story. And it was just, you know, the characters are just so interesting and you just want to learn more about them and, um, yeah, I just really enjoyed myself being in the audience as well. They were, um, you can feel, you know, the vibe. I was there on the Friday night and you can just, you just felt, you know, the audience was really, you know, into the characters and they wanted to see yeah. and hope, and they were hoping for the best for Michael and Philip. And yeah, it, yeah. People were loving the jokes and, you know, just, yeah, the crowd was really responsive. Yeah, it was great. great. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good review. Yeah, excellent. Yes. <coughs> Uh, and thank Excuse you, me. thank you as well to the backers um, yeah, yeah. as well who put money in to help us put on the show. To we, all the backers who back to the back. Oh, yes, welcome. it would not have. <laughs> yeah, it would welcome. not. Yes, thank you very oh, much. Yeah. It would not have happened uh, without your support. Um, oh, stop it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, stay tuned, and you know, next year's fringe, we might have a have something else to offer I'm the sure. world. We'll see how we go. All right, I think it's popcorn culture time. <laughs> popcorn culture. Culture. And this week we asked you, what is your starter Pokemon? Yes. Who did you begin with? Um, so first off, gut reactions. Gut reactions. Kirsten. Me. 
Pikachu. <laughs> I know it's going to be an obvious answer, but I'm sorry. But I'm it's sorry. Pikachu. And Pikachu's awesome. And yeah, that's all I have to say about you that. You love Pikachu. I love okay. Pikachu. Pika! Why do you love Pikachu? Because he's cute. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was meant to be more of a nerdy and that's no, no, you, no, you no, needed more of it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to disappoint you. Pikachu! <laughs> uh, Kendall. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, I love Pikachu. Pikachu? I'm, I'm a, I love Pikachu. Uh, I love Pikachu in the shower. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No one may do that. Um, no, I, yeah, I don't know. I've always loved Pikachu. I've just always adored. I mean, I grew up, I mean, we all grew up watching the cartoons, exactly. the series. Yeah, and definitely. the movies and stuff. And so he was just, you know, he he was the Pokemon poster boy, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think I love the lightning Pokemon, you know. They're really, they're, they're probably, you know, my favorite uh, Pokemon. What do you call them? The one? Type. Type. Thank yeah. you. Type. Yeah. So, yeah. And Pikachu is just so cute. And yeah. yeah. He's See? really, I loved his rela- relationship with Ash in the, in yeah. the show was, was excellent. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely. so yes, that's Pikachu for me. I choose you, Pikachu. Mm. Phil. Uh, my favorite Pokemon, and thus would be my starter, is Haunter. Oh yeah, I like Haunter. Mm. I love Haunter, especially in the anime. Plus, I always loved having, and I suppose you could get this with any of the ghost types, but the combo of Hypnosis and Dream Eater. Mm. Hypnosis, Dream Eater, Hypnosis, Dream Eater. Mm-hmm. It just, my sister would hate it when I'm sitting there with, in Pokemon Stadium and mm. I just hit it with the Hypnosis then a Pokemon sleeps five turns and it's just five runs of uh, 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 Dream Eater. Yep. And it just saps away at the health and returns health to your own Pokemon like Mega Drain. Just, they can't even attack back. I used to love doing fly it's with um, Charizard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that drive my mates nuts every yeah. single time. So um, definitely Haunter is mm. my favourite. Your favourite? Favourite. Excellent. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, Let's that's scat reactions. Your, your responses, yes. My sister Bethel's. Bethany Hunting. Bethany Hunting says, Evie, since forever. Mm. But I'm a hardcore fan of the original 101. Oh, Bethany. I think she means 151. Yeah. <laughs> 151 Bethels. We'll so give you the benefit of the doubt there. Giving you the benefit of the doubt that you're meaning uh, 101 as in beginning, as in, you know, like history 101. This is Pokemon 101. Cough, um, So I'm only a, a fan of the three evolutions. Not sure why, but my Eevee and Pokeball toy... Uh, was my favourite to take to school and play with. So Bethany and I had little, yeah, as she says, little... Um, I had Pokeball too. Yeah, little Pokeball yeah, that I had you one would press well. the button and it would just zip yeah. open. You'd have your little figurine and you could throw the ball. If you pushed it out the right area, it would capture the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. So yeah. much fun. They've got similar things these days, but they're all a bit sort of, I think, a bit weirder, mm. bigger, bulkier. These things are just little palm size. Yeah, we had those in Pokedex and we played a lot of that at, at primary school. I still have my Pokedex, oh, my original one. Of course you one. do. It's flying around somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So next up, 
we have ah uh, we have David from Instagram. Uh, David James. David James MCN. MCN. And yes, David is a good friend of the show. So hi, yes. hi, 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 and thank, oh. thank you for your response. Uh, so he says, hashtag tell Fred Rowlett. Sweet little owl guy grows into sassy emo bird, grows into fierce ghost bird archer. Pretty much sums up my high school experience. <laughs> Very nice. cool. I love it. I love it. Nice. I love it. It's such and a good answer. That's, I think, like the third, third gen, I think, from memory. Um, really cool, though. Really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I was going to say, because I don't think I'm familiar with Rowlet, because I'd... I'm like old school, like first yeah, yeah, first yeah, yeah. gen for me is pretty much all I know. And then maybe like, you know, the first few of second gen. Because that's about the time I stopped watching the show. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, excellent. Thank you very much, David, for your answer. I like it. It's good. Um, and finally. It's the Bethany Griffiths. Going through, you know, going through games, it was Bulbasaur. Cyndaquil, Tornic. Torchic? Torchic. No, Torchic. 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 Name. Wow. Name. Reading. Melly. Melee Kulu. I don't know. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and I also had a Mudkip. Is that what Mudkip. it's called? Yeah, Mudkip. I heard you like Mudkip. I, I remember Mudkip. Mudkip. I heard Name you like Mudkip. Marshmallow. <laughs> Mudkip. Pulpip. Pulpup. Piplup. Oh, Piplup. Yeah, Piplup. Piplup. <laughs> Name Blue, original. I stopped after Pearl and Diamond because I didn't have the right console. If I had to choose my Pokemon starter, though, it would be a cast form. It would be a cast form. I've never heard of a cast form. Mm. Who's cast form? We're going to Google him right this second. Copy. <laughs> Google. Paste. Pokemon Sun. No, really? Okay. Cast form. Um, where's the Pokedex? It changes form depending on the weather. Um, changes to the temperature. What is that? I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll run with that. It's a it's a blob. It's 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 a blob with uh, alfalfa spike. <laughs> And what looks like two testicles for legs. Cool. Right. Cool. 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 <laughs> Unique. Yes. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Well, that was tell- that was the question. That, that was-, was the question. Sorry, it's oh, it's getting really l- really late at recording, really late and we're and we're very very, very loopy tired. now. So we're so apologies. Ask you, yes. We're gonna ask you what yes. our question is, which is which is which I'm working on it right now because I thought I had it and I've l- fucking where did it go? There's so there's two options, and I'm going to show Phil. Just choose one of them. Just choose one. You're, you're smart. Okay. So, all right. We'll do one this week and one yeah. will be the week after. All yeah. right. So, um, the question is going to be who, two, two, it's a two, two part kind of question. Uh-huh. Who created the greatest universe or what's your favorite universe? As in like, uh, 
you know, George Lucas in Star Wars or J.K. Rowling in Harry Potter or, or, or George R.R. R. Martin for Game of Thrones or mm. J.R. Tolkien for Lord of the Rings. You know, that kind of – that's what that's the question. That's what we want to know. Who, what, what's your favourite universe and why or who – which – which is the greatest of those creators? Sounds brilliant. Yeah. Let's tell us at hashtag tell Fred. Thank yes. you very much for everyone that wrote in. Yes, we appreciate it as always. We're getting to the end of this now. What's up with Fred? Fred is on hiatus. We are. Except for me. Except for <laughs> us with this. Us. Um, we are gearing up for next year. We're gearing up for midsummer. Yes. Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning is coming back to Midsummer. Yay. I don't have a now. It's coming uh, back. It never left because it never, it never went. Um, <laughs> oh, good. Because we can, we can announce that now. Yes, yes, yes. Because I was like, I said the thing and on, on, in Winifred's and, and then I was fully was like, I don't know if we can say that yet. Yeah, so I know. Say okay, cool. Uh, awesome. So, um, everything else is on hiatus for the time being. We've got some Unibombs coming up soon. Yay. We've got some more Collectible Chaos in the near future. Yes, which I was going to say for myself. Sorry. That's okay. I'm just trying to rush through it. That's all right. I appreciate it. Collectible um, Chaos, there was a new episode this week. Yes. Is what I wanted to say. Uh, my top 10 uh, moments from Orphan Black, which is a fantastic show. So go watch it. And then watch my video because there are lots of spoilers in it. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, and then, as I've said a couple of times, uh, the new episode of The Monthly at Winifred's is up. Yeah. Ep- episode three with Fulia and myself. Nice. It's very, very fun episode. It was very cool to record. And, you know, we talked about Michael and Philip in there as well. So, yeah, give that a listen as well, you guys. Go check it out. Absolutely. And that... That was Friday, Friday Nights at Friends. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter for future Friday Nights at Friends podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud or iTunes. For Fred the Alien Merch, go to our website, www.fredthealienproductions.com and follow the link to our Redbubble where you can get... T-shirts, hoodies, wall art, home decor... Bags and stationery with their own unique Fred the Island designs by our talented Bethany Griffiths and Michael Lister. The uni bums, incompetent gamers, collectible chaos, and our stage shows such as The Writer and Michael and Philip are getting married in the morning. Mm. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Kirsten Shannon. And I've been a film hunting, and you've just experienced Friday Night's Friends. Woo! Episode so 78. 78 is great. 78 is great. Great net. Not shade. It's fun on a date. It's fun on a date. Master bait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for listening. There we go. Kirsten filled your, the Michael quota for this for this Remember episode. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef and tofu and go vote yes if you haven't already. Yes. I'm just gonna keep and saying. And see. You. See you.